This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. What an incredibly emotional night of Dancing with the Stars. Carla Teague and I are sitting here, jaws on the floor, completely shocked by the result we just saw. Man, we have a lot to cover. What a night. It's coming up today on the Dancing with the Stars After Show. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Ladies and gentlemen, what a bonkers episode of Dancing with the Stars. I think the three of us are still kind of trying to recover based on that wild episode. Bonkers, man. What a crazy. Maybe I I should say bananas in honor of... uh, Allie and Sasha, who kind of dressed up like bananas during their mm. Charleston, huh? <laughs> I liked that. Yeah, that's a good reference. It's but... a good reference. A recent callback, because I'm good at my job, guys. My name is <laughs> Jeff Graham, and I am here on the Dancing with the Stars After Show. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome the heck to AfterBuzz TV. We are the After Show Network, and we are the ESPN of TV Talk. We do after shows for pretty much everything that's airing on TV, including Dancing with the Stars. Tonight, we cover the semifinals. Um, I am joined by my brilliant co-panelists. Quickly, my name is Jeff Graham, but I'm not alone. I'm joined by one of the most dynamic people I've ever met. Oh, Jeff! She's a dancer. Get out of here. She's a writer. And I gotta say, watching Dancing with the Stars with Teague, <laughs> there's a little peanut gallery, some commentary. It gets a little shady sometimes when we watch in studio, and <laughs> I, I mean, love it. I mean, you know, it has to. We have some things have to be said. Yes, Teague Dulipanko, great to have you. So happy to be here, Jeff. Thank you. You're one of my favorite humans, oh, um, I and you guys are our favorite humans in the chat. Thank you so much for being in the live chat. Um, this is going to be a really fun episode. I, I mean, I'm still kind of speechless, but uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, Carla, who are you? Um, hey guys, Carla Belcher here. I am also speechless for tonight's episode. Yes. It was very emotional. I cried multiple times, so I'm glad that my makeup is still somehow on. I know. Carla, I'm so glad you're here tonight. You guys know Carla's a dancer yes. and also an insider. You worked on the show for a long time. I Huge did. Dancing with the Stars fan. I feel like you're going to keep us grounded tonight. I'm glad you're here. I feel like Teague and I were losing our mind and Carla was like our voice of reason during yeah. the broadcast. So I'm really <laughs> glad you're here. Of course, Carla Renata, we miss you tonight, but you're out doing a... Uh, Important things. So uh, we'll miss you tonight, but the three of us will hold it down. Yes. I also quickly want to say, guys, thank you for those who tuned in to my sort of goofy one-man after show last week. Um, yes! Yes, thank I did as much as I could. And um, I know that we didn't have a full after show, so we appreciate you guys' patience. You know, we bring this to you guys for free. It was Veterans Day. There was some family stuff. We can't always be totally here every week to deliver all the goods, but we are here this week to deliver the goods. Um, quickly, I was chatting with someone in our comments section from last week, and I did promise that... Because we didn't have the chance to rejoice over Sean Spicer going home, we would devote 10 seconds of the broadcast to do that. So, quick verbal reactions. How do we feel about Sean going home? Oh, here we go. Oh, are we dancing? We're dancing. Okay. This is our 10-second dance party. Oh, I like that dance party. It's hard. There's not a lot of room up here. Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's out. like we're in the club in Ibiza. Okay. Here um, we are. How do we feel about the fact that there's no more Sean? You know, I'm a little, I'm only upset because that was like our comedic release. It was release. so entertaining. It was so funny um, <laughs> and cute. I actually kind of, I, I started to like him a lot on the show. Um, so, you know, obviously he had to go home, but uh, 
He was kind of fun. He was a fun element to have on the show. Ooh, this is very gifable. I'm watching it back now in real time. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. I should stop being so narcissistic and host this show. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, quickly, if this is your first time tuning in, we don't only cover the show. We have some special segments. Yes. We're going to give you guys a quick rundown on the history of the Charleston, which will be very interesting, Ooh. courtesy of our master producer, Josh Ooh. Alonzo. And uh, Carla, news this week? That's okay. Well, obviously, the news... You know news... what? Actually, um, when I was looking for my news, that's when I found out what I... Because yes. in mid-show, they were like, oh, and I wanted to tell you guys that I was like, I felt so devastated when I found out myself that I was like, I'm just going to wait let the So show we have it. some news. Yeah. 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 We'll just go over it throughout the show. Obviously, the big news was revealed on the show. Yes. And then we'll do predictions for these these finals. Yeah. What this season always goes so fast. This show it's like in and out. Yeah, I, I'm not even. I don't even want to talk about it because I'm still like now. I was upset and now I'm mad. I know. So I'm going through the stages of grieving. <laughs> so uh, I'm still on denial. So at least you're oh. like further than I am. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's talk overall before we dive in specifically. How do we feel about the night overall? This episode of Dancing with the Stars. I think it was a really emotional episode, but there were some really good dances. So I'm kind of glad. There yeah. were some great dances. There were some dances that I was like, wait a second, what week is it? I, agree. I don't know. Yeah. I know this what you looks mean. kind of early in the season. I, I don't know if it was the production stuff or if it was the there was a lot of like slow dances this week, but but didn't have to necessarily be slow. I'm not mm. sure. Some things weren't totally hitting for me, however, some things totally did. There were some dances I will say I was absolutely shocked by, and I was shocked didn't get higher scores. <clears throat> Hannah B. Yeah. I thought that, oh, anyways, we'll get to it, but. Yeah, and I feel like the show was also kind of rushed a little bit towards the beginning. I don't know if they started late or where they fell behind, but I feel like for the rest of it, they were playing yeah. catch-up. I know where the they fell behind. Yeah. They fell behind where Hannah was going to apologize, and I could just, I, me and Jeff, I feel like, felt like producers in that moment were like, oh, God, she can't do this. She, she didn't tell, it, it looks like she didn't tell anyone she was going to do it, so yeah. that puts you be- back, like, a little bit, yeah. and then, then you have to keep playing catch-up, and so I think it was like a... You know, I agree with that, but to Carla's point, I even think before that, it's you still think? a little bit, like, a, the whole night kind of felt a little off the rails to me. Interesting. Yeah. Like, emotionally, with some of this choreo, and even mm-hmm. from a producer's perspective, I just felt like it was kind of a bonkers night. But Yeah, bonkers. And also, I just got word from Kristen Burt, who you all know and love from yes. After Buzz and also To The Point. Um, she's the dance expert. She's covering for Dance Network this week at Dancing with the Stars Live, and she said it's a really weird, sad vibe. She's like, nobody really wants to talk, and that's kind of what's happening. Oh, I'm sure. Of I mean, course, yeah. that was intense to watch, and we'll get yeah. to all of that at the yes, yes, of course. end of the show. Um, um, and this is how the show <laughs> prolonged. <laughs> I know, exactly. Exactly what we're doing is what hap- was <laughs> yeah. happening in the producer's group. <laughs> Oops. That's a good point. Okay, let's go ahead and start from the top. Um, we The beginning was these redemption dances. How do you guys feel about the idea of redemption dances? In in the like DNA of this show, I personally don't like it. I think like you already did it. You weren't good at it. No need to go back. Just continue and grow and try something new. Because I feel like a lot of these like redemption dances really didn't really redemption. Yeah, you know, it's like they weren't good at it the first time. It's like, why are you going to make them do it again? You yeah, know what you it's mean. It's just it doesn't come natural to them. I think it would be more fun to do like, oh, your spotlight dance. Oh, the I best agree. one you got. Let's yeah. see another one of those. I think that's more fun and that's more competitive. I don't yeah. want it. If I'm bad at tap, which I am, I, I don't want another tap routine. Please right. don't make me do that. Please. I know, because yeah. even if you're marginally better, it's still going to be leagues worse than what your best dance would be. Exactly. Yeah. You're yeah, kind just, of setting them up for failure. Yeah, yeah, and to be uncomfortable and more stressed than we already need to be. You yeah. Know? Yeah, I totally agree with that. Because, um, yeah, none of these, to be honest, blew me away. We're going to start with Lauren and Gleb's Paso. They danced to Stronger by Kelly Clarkson. Um, the other quick question before we dive in. 
Are these always like step for step the same choreo? Because they don't seem like it. It seems like a re- the same style. Same style. Same style, different routine. Mm-hmm. So, like again, it's not really a redemption dance. It's no. let's give you your worst style and make you learn a whole new routine. Yeah, yeah. and maybe you'll be worse. Yeah, <laughs> which I feel like happened. <laughs> which I think that was the case for James. So, <laughs> I mean, and maybe you'll be worse. And that'd be fun to watch, right? They're like, yeah, yeah. Uh, this was good, though. I mean, I... Oh, yeah, she... No, she's great. I like If we're talking too. about Lauren Elena... Yeah, I actually, let's start with Lauren Elena. This was one of my favorite redemption dances, if not my favorite. First of all, she looks stunning. Second of all, she is... I, I actually loved this. For a redemption dance, this was probably my favorite. And I, I thought agree. she did really well. And I was impressed with her power. And you can tell she has learned so much being on the show. And she's applied it all. So I was really impressed by this, actually. Yeah, Lauren's so easy to love her. Carla yeah. Beltran interrupted you. Um, yeah, I think that this is, she looked so confident. Most of the time, I think that in the beginning of the show, she was kind of a little bit more shy. And with this outfit, she just came out and she rocked it. I think she did a great job. Yeah. Not that Lauren has looked incredible this whole season. Right. Everyone comes into these as like, you know, they're celebrities, so they're inherently just attractive people. But it is fun to watch these people you know, kind of undergo these physical transformations, too. Yeah. And Lauren looks amazing. I mean, clearly yeah, she's right. lost some weight. Again, she looked amazing from the start. I don't want to imply that she looks, like, quote, better now. But I think it's more that she's such so much more confident in her yeah. own body. It's the right. way she's wearing herself yeah. that looks so incredible. So it's just fun to see Lauren just kicking ass and looking great, taking names. For sure. This Paso was awesome. Mm-hmm. Really, Loved really it. fun. Yeah. Um, Len thought it was a lovely mix of aggression and ex- a lovely mix of aggression and expression. I can't do a British accent at all. Bruno thought it was uh, terrific and she could handle it. And um, Carrie Ann said she's come so far. Three nines for a twenty-seven out of thirty. Based on the other scoring of the night, that feels pretty fair to me. Yeah, I think so. Kellen uh, Winnie's tango mentored by Bruno. As much as I like Kel, this just didn't really work for me. Mm. I don't know. What did you guys oh. think? You know, it was just a little... This was one of the routines I felt was a little slow, and it didn't look like, you know, a week 10 dance or whatever. Or, or is it week 10? Is that week, yeah, it's semifinals. Um, and there was that small mistake that I really didn't notice, but watching it back, you kind of see it. Um, Carrie Ann said he's come the furthest, which I would agree, but I, I just feel like something didn't totally click for me on this one, but their next routine does, so... Yeah. yeah. Um, I thought it was... Overall, it was an okay routine... Considering the fact that he did this dance in week one, from week one to like nine weeks later, he definitely did improve, but um, it wasn't necessarily my favorite dance of his. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm like always on top of the music, and um, they dance to. Oh, it's not in my notes. Dang. Sorry, guys. <laughs> uh, but I remember not loving the music in conjunction yeah. with this choreo. Yeah. Um, either way, he's definitely improved on the tango. There was some nice head flicks. Yeah. Um, so that was good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Allie and Sasha dancing their Viennese. Um, I actually really, really liked this Viennese redemption. Josh is pulling up the video now so I can take a look and remember the dance more vividly. <laughs> um, but I thought this was really lovely. I liked watching Len mentor them. I thought his notes about, you know, crossing your feet on some of those turns, maybe I'm not sure Allie nailed that. I was really watching her feet, but mm-hmm. other than that, I thought this was really gorgeous. 
Yeah, I thought it was a beautiful dance. She has, I think that she's always been a performer, but she wasn't much of a dancer before. And now you can tell that she's really been like working on her technique. And I think that this was a beautifully delivered dance. Yeah, I think she was thinking about it. I think this was another one that I was like, wait a second, this feels a little slow. Mm. Um, but I overall, I, I, there's one, there's something about her upper, um, her hold. I think it's just her shoulders come up and it tension, just a mm-hmm. little bit of tension. I feel like I'm still seeing. Uh, it's gotten a lot significantly better, I think. But it's just a few moves I see. I think when maybe she's a little bit unsure, her shoulders kind of tend to go up just a little bit. It's an interesting note. Um, but I. She got emotional at the end. It was nice that she was able to open up, and um, she's she's a real sweetheart. I, I Her footwork was good. I think she really thought about it, and I think Len gave her really good notes. So I thought this was improved from the first time she did it. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. The tension notes, I think, is sharp observation, Teague, because in general, that's something about her in general. Right, I just want to, totally. like, just let go a bit. Yeah. Give Allie a Xanax before the yeah. finals, because uh-huh. I just feel like it might help her a little bit. I think totally. tension in general. Yeah. She just needs to let go a little bit. Just a little. Um, okay. Up next, we have Hannah Brown and Alan Bernstein dancing their rumba. And we have to talk about this package because Carrie Ann came to work with them. Mm-hmm. And it got oh. very, very tense. How did you guys receive Carrie Ann and Hannah's interaction by the way this was edited and this really just tense interaction between the two of them? Um, I personally didn't really feel comfortable with it, but I'm the type of person that I wouldn't want to make anybody like look bad on camera even right. if they did act bad behind scenes yeah. um, and that's something that I probably would have preferred to not have seen because it kind of left a bad taste on my mouth from Hannah's perspective because I was like I get it but if you are being shot like you know at least just like go for it but that's more just from my own point of view are you referencing her not taking the hug yeah okay so here's my thing so Jeff and I had a different opinion on this I actually when she refused the hug I I actually, in that moment, was like, oh, I kind of, like, feel her. I actually feel like this is, like, a very human moment for her because yeah. I, I, if I'm stressed out like that, like, I relate. Like, I'm like, oh, God, please don't touch me. Like, I just am stressed out. And I think we've kind of seen this the entire season from Hannah. She just looks incredibly overwhelmed. She came right off of mm-hmm. The Bachelorette and um, the, before that, The Bachelor. And this girl has just been in the spotlight for so long. And when you go from zero to 100, I think she's just incredibly overwhelmed. And she's not... She's not. She hasn't been doing this forever. She's she's not really right. used to people being so incredibly interested in what she's doing, which I'm sure she appreciates. But also, it's like incredibly overwhelming, especially to amass that really quickly. So I think overall, I just I, I that moment was weird, and and also I kind of feel for Hannah too because it's like they keep bringing up this narrative, like, hey, yeah. can we just move on? Like, can we just move mm-hmm. on? Can we just talk about the dancing? Like, I don't. I wasn't offended. Whatever. Like, I just feel like when we keep pushing this thing, it makes it more dramatic than it needs to be. I don't know. Yeah, I I, I feel bad because this wasn't the most favorable edit for Hannah, like yeah. the way it played. Yeah. Um, and I actually applaud Carrie Ann for like so quickly disarming herself too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just don't feel like the tension was really diffused. But no, in no, general, no. I, I thought Carrie Ann handled herself pretty classily. I thought Hannah handled herself classily. Right. Um, in general, I've really liked Carrie Ann this whole season. I don't know what it is, but she's just... First of all, I think she's never looked better. I'm just going to say it. Like, she mm-hmm. looked incredible tonight. Right. And, um... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe a little crush on Carrie. I don't know. Yeah. 
I feel like in 80s movies, you know, there's always the hot mom that, like, yeah. I yeah. feel like maybe that's kind of Carrie Ann for me. Um, <laughs> either way, I, I don't know. This was just kind of weird, and I don't feel like it really helped Hannah to run this package right before her rumba. Right. And her, let's get into the dance. I The rumba's always been not the strongest dance style for Hannah because hip act, like sexy, sultry hip action just isn't in her DNA. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that didn't play to her favor either for this. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I mean, I... I didn't really like how the dance started. The way when the dance started, it was kind of like, oh, she's not feeling comfortable, and you could tell that also the package affected scene her scene and in the beginning. Yeah. But there's a small portion within like the center of the dance where she actually let herself go, and it's like a very quick moment where it's just basically Hannah and Alan and the dance floor, and you feel it. But then she's like oh my gosh, I need to be moving my hips and be more like... I think that Mm. she was moving and flowing a little bit more before she actually realized that she needed to keep doing it. And then she she was out of the dance, she came into the dance, and then she went back out of the dance for me. Yeah. I think it was fine. I I think it was a good dance. There were two moments I didn't like, which, you know, do I need to point them out? But I will. Um, It's that that slow split. I didn't... That wasn't my favorite move. And then then followed by the back bend. It just looked a little bit, like, off balance. And I'm not sure if it was, like, the best for the... I don't know. I didn't... I didn't... I don't know if it was, like, a good highlighting moment. But... Yeah. It it wasn't bad. It just... That was... It just looked... um, I don't know, not uncomfortable, but just not like just com- not she wasn't her. confident in it. It's I not her cup of tea. Right, and, yeah. I, I gotta say, I love Alan. I actually really liked his choreography this season, but he's he's young. I don't know if he has those instincts to really pull the sexiness out of Hannah. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see him with like a Val or even like a Max, because mm. I feel like they could really push and sort of sculpt her. Yeah. Because he's young, too. I feel like the rumba's right. a more mature dance. Yeah. And, you know, we always and forget, like, everybody's always trying to showman's Alan. So it's like, I yeah. bet he's probably, I don't know, this is total speculation, but I wonder if in the room he doesn't want to come off like he's, like, trying to, you know. It's a great point. He's know, afraid yeah. to lean Being into dainty. their chemistry. Yeah. yeah. He's probably just like, I don't want to look like I'm trying to make this a thing. So I don't I don't know. That's me totally making that up, but I don't know if maybe that's a part of it. It's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Because every time he has a sexy rumba, all of a sudden he's dating his partner. So Yeah. yeah. It could also be the same way for Hannah, you know, she just got out of the show where yeah. she should have a partner and she doesn't, and it's just kind of one of those things where mm-hmm. maybe she doesn't want it to seem like that. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting commentary, guys. Well, three nines, uh, let's see. The judges liked this overall. Carrie Ann thinks Hannah's improved a heck of a lot. And um, Len complimented her arms. Oh, yes. Yes. That's good. <laughs> three nines, That's good. 27 out of 30. Um, good job, Hannah. Your rumba's gotten much better. Yes. All right, so this was interesting. James and Emma did this disco-infused cha-cha-cha to Jamiroquai's Canned Heat song I love. I always think of Napoleon Dynamite when I hear this song. Yes, I just so want to see Pedro come out and do his choreography. But um, I liked this more than the judges did. Mm-hmm. They came down pretty hard on him for this. What did you guys think of this? Um, I actually didn't really like it. Um, I didn't think that there was like a lot. I didn't like all the extra stuff, honestly. And but that's just okay. So I love all extra things. Uh, <laughs> extra is kind of my favorite thing. I loved it. I thought it was fun. I liked the troop being involved. I like I liked the lights. I liked the fun disco. I liked the little props that they gave the crowd. I thought it was good. And you know, of course, then he does like a one-handed 
back walkover. The guy is incredible. And uh, this obviously wasn't his strongest dance. We find out later why he's in a bit of a funk. But he definitely put on his best face for this. And yes, there were actually some mistakes, which is odd to see. Um, but but of course, Very, a back... Yeah. Like, what? The guy is just so talented. So I'm going to miss seeing this. Anyways, Jeff, what do you think? I'm trying to, like, vibe with what the judges said about his posture and his timing, because I didn't really notice, and I will say, if there's one thing I'm kind of qualified to really see, it's timing, because yeah. of my experience with music, right? I might not be as much of a dancer, but I really understand how to sit in the pocket of a, a musical moment. Yeah. And I didn't really see huge timing issues with him. No. Um, I didn't really either. Yeah, I wonder if... I see maybe on these steps right here, he's a little, yeah. f- f- like, Frank and... F- Frankenstein-footed, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, maybe it was the vibe of the music and the energy of the style of the dance that caused him to really break his uh, posture, but I don't know. Maybe I'm just feeling for James because he's had a hell of a week. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just also really like Emma. I sometimes right. find myself watching her. She's great. <laughs> yeah. They really do a good job at casting these pros because these pros are just awesome humans on and off the dance floor. They're really cool. So For sure. Yeah. I like that. Um, all right. Well, let's move on to part two of the show. This was the new dances round is what they called it. Very clever, guys. Yeah. Producers really yeah. reached for that one. Let's get some new dances. <laughs> um, all right. Lauren and Elena... Sorry, Lauren, Elena, and Gleb danced a Viennese waltz to Humble and Kind by Tim McGraw. I thought this was stunning. I loved everything about this. I think the song and the mood fit Lauren perfectly. I love the way she learned. Like was the definition totally. of who Lauren is. I couldn't agree more, Carla. What did you think? I loved the dance. I personally, first of all, her dress was beautiful. I love that outfit, and the song was probably the perfect choice for her. It really was the definition of who she is as a person, and it was she delivered it beautifully. She did. I think this was her best performance of the season. I know yeah. I say yeah. that a lot, but. This this really, I think she looked confident. Her hold was like incredible. And if you look at like season, or like the first episode compared to this season or for this episode, her she had flowing in her arms. Her shoulders were down. Her chest was up. Her back was engaged. It was flawless hold. And I yeah. thought I was really, really impressed with her. And this was um, was well executed. Beautiful lines. Too. Yeah, yeah. I'm just beautiful watching lines. Yeah. yeah, just really, really solid. I think. Gleb, I gotta credit him. He's not always my favorite choreographer, but I think he's really worked well with Lauren this season. Mm-hmm. And they have kind of a weirdly great chemistry. I wouldn't have necessarily paired them mm-hmm. if I like were to meet Lauren and just get a five-minute read on her. I don't know if I would have picked Gleb as her partner, but they've had a really kind of special partnership this season. They have, yeah. yeah. I know. It is a little bit like unexpected, but it, I think it works really well. Yeah, so good for you, Lauren. I'm a... Uh, Kind of excited to see what she does next week now. Yeah, Honestly, right now, out of everybody that's left, I kind of hope that she wins. Um, yeah, I know. I, I hear you. Yeah. I would, I'm at the point now where any of these four I could be excited about. Um, I don't have someone I'm particular, especially really? now that James is gone. I literally was, oh, I, 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 driving here today, I was like, well, obviously James will win. I know. I know it's like, okay, I'm sorry. Let's move on. Oh, we have someone we'll new in it. the chat. We have a oh, Ryan and Nilsson. Oh, Ryan, first Ryan, time tuning in. Thank you timer. so much. Welcome in. He's a sweet guy. He says, love James, love this panel. Oh, so, we love you. Thanks, Ryan. Um, okay. Cool. Let's move on to Kel and Whitney dancing yes. in contemporary to Hennai. Wait, I have a real oh, quick. Yeah. Guys, <laughs> best, best joke ever. Yeah. What's, what is Whitney Houston's favorite kind of coordination? 
Hand-eye. Hand-eye coordination. I thought that was pretty funny. That that's super funny. Okay, they danced a contemporary <laughs> to uh, Hand-eye, We'll Always Love You. Mm-hmm. How did you guys feel about Kel's story, him opening up about the um, tragedy of gun violence? Oh, this was sad. This was sad. And, um, yeah, I think I think it was um, an emotional thing for him. And I think it, it's obviously after that horrible, like, timely thing that happened at Saga High School. Mm-hmm. Saga's High School in um, oh my gosh. San Clemente. I mean, just... So I think it was, um, it's always an interesting topic, and, and especially when you can put art like this, and it was it was such beautiful storytelling in the beginning with that moment that they had together. Oh, yeah. Um, overall, I was really impressed with Whitney for the choreographing this so beautifully. Um, very interesting lifts in this dance. Um, told the story. I loved it. I loved the beginning. I just, yeah, I was, I was really impressed with this. Yeah, it was definitely a beautiful dance with a very powerful message, and I I appreciate it. You could tell that he was dancing with his heart, and he wasn't really thinking so much about everybody else in the room, but he was just thinking about everybody that's been affected by gun violence, and it really showed. I really, like, have appreciated Kel on this show. Um, I feel like, you know, TV doesn't always paint, like, passionate Christians in the best light. or It's also, Christians don't always paint themselves in the best light, right? But uh-huh. I feel like Kel's story around his faith and religion has really, like, been good for the show, been good for him, and, like, been a nice look at what, like, American Christians can be like. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like he's a loving guy. I feel like he's been all in. And um, I don't know. I just feel like he's been a cool model of, like, what a person of faith can look like on television. Totally. Yeah. Totally. And, and, like, you know, remember he's been in show business for so, so long, and he could be a totally different way but he's now he's he's just an awesome humble guy who's, yeah who's been around forever so yeah just like yeah and you see why because he's so yeah. talented and so sweet and humble and cool so yeah i liked i really liked this i'm excited to see what he does next week um mm-hmm. yeah really yeah. liked it i do too uh, the judges said they loved the fluidity and the ease of movement uh, and the sincerity and the honesty of their performance. I agree with that. I think contemporary is probably the hardest to perform if you're a new dancer in terms of acting. Mm-hmm. I guess Kel has an acting background, but he did come off as really earnest and sincere. And uh, Carrie said, I'm so grateful and I feel so honored by your dance. Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, three tens and a standing O from the judges. Do you guys mm-hmm. think he deserved perfect scores here? Yes. Yes, definitely. Great. Yes. Um, okay, cool. Let's move on to Allie and Sasha's Charleston. Um, Teague, I want to start with you because I oh, know good. you've been... <laughs> Perfect, Jeff. I'm curious about how you felt about this. Oh, man. Why you got to do me like that? I, You know, it's just... It wasn't my favorite routine. Yeah. Um, and it's... it's it, Here's the problem, I think. Sasha's on fire when he's dancing out there, you know, and, and you've commented about this a lot, Jeff. Yeah. It, it's, um, he's so good that I think it's hard to be paired with someone like that at yeah. this point in the competition. Um, so I don't know. I mean, it was just not my favorite dance. Here's but a mistake right here too. watch. Yeah, there's quite a few mistakes right, right in the beginning yep. there. We've got it going on. Yeah. So I don't, it wasn't my favorite routine, but you know, it was good effort and, uh, she still is great. She's still a cute little personality. But I, I don't... For some reason, this didn't hit for me. It didn't work for you. I um, saw that mistake, too. And I don't know. I was kind of surprised she got tens for that reason. Oh, wait. Did she? Let me double-check my notes. She did, yeah. Yeah, because I think it's like pretty obviously not a perfect routine because of that moment. Either way, I did really enjoy this. Like you said, Teague, I unfortunately was mostly watching Sasha during this. And mm-hmm. I really do love Sasha, but sometimes he has a habit of outdancing his partners. And there was a couple times, especially as they broke into new sections of the dance, that I really think 
he came like a pro and outdanced Allie a little bit. What it did make me think is how badly would I want to see a tour of Sasha and Emma? Yeah. Yeah. You know, because she does these really fun, big, kind of goofy, personality-driven jives in Charleston's. And to watch the two of them doing, like, old-timey Frank Sinatra, Ginger Rogers stuff, Mm -hmm. I would totally go see a tour with the two of them. Yeah. And then um, they jump off the stage. Yeah, it kind of ended with a bit of a <laughs> pfft for yeah, me. Like, wait, what the? Where'd they go? They're gone. <laughs> uh, I actually agree with you guys. This wasn't one of my favorite dances. Yeah. It was cute and fun, but uh, it wasn't, it not, wasn't didn't, a perfect score dance. Not a perfect score dance, but... Uh, well, you know, I, yeah, that's the thing. It's, I, I actually probably wouldn't have said anything I just said if they would have gotten nines. I think it would have been different, but... A perfect score? I don't know. And there wasn't a lot of Charleston choreography in it, so that's what I was curious as to why they didn't really point that out. Well, I'm going to quickly shout out to the chat. I see yeah. you guys. We, yes. uh, But just to include some of your guys' thoughts, especially with this one. Yeah. Love by you. Good to see you. She says, I love this pairing, though, so I'm glad to see you love Allie and Sasha. Armin says, would have loved to have seen Allie get a salsa instead. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, Allie and Sasha have been in the bottom two out of three times. Or does that say 23 times? It can't be 23 times because there's 10 episodes of the show. Um, (laughs) Armin says, This Charleston barely had any Charleston content, and I'm surprised Glenn didn't comment on that. Mm -hmm. Um, But we do want to say thank you guys for joining the chat. Uh, You guys are really... This is the reason we do this. We talk about every time we go on air, before we go on air, we're like, we just love our fans so much. Yeah, for sure. No, you guys are really like, you're the homies. So this is always so fun. You're the homies. And we look forward to it. We look forward to chatting with you guys. That's why last week we were a little bummed we couldn't all get together. But we won't do that again. We promise. Totally. Um, And quickly, (laughs) just related, we would love it if you guys could hop on iTunes and give us those five stars. It really does help us so much. It helps Mm -hmm. the podcast. And if we see those five-star reviews, we will read them on air. Oh, yeah. So we'd really appreciate that. Okay. I kind of wanted to take a break before getting into this next one, because this was James and Emma's Foxtrot. Wow. What a courageous person. What a courageous family. Carla, I know you've loved James all season, so just before we get into the dance, how did you react to this package? Um, well, for me, I kind of wish that I wouldn't have been searching for news a little bit earlier during the episode, because I actually found out before even watching the package. So I was kind of already feeling a little bit vulnerable when it came on. Yeah. And obviously, they did. he did do a fun dance when I think um, they announced that they were about to have a baby, so it was even worse. So it was. it's a really tough thing to do, and I think that when you're on the spotlight, everything about your life is being talked about. But I, I honestly want to applaud to them for even coming out on air and saying, you know, you know, we did. They had a miscarriage, and I feel like miscarriages aren't really talked about um, mm. enough, especially in the media. Yeah. And it's something that is very common and very normal, and it happens very often to many multiple women and the fact that they were able to come out and just talk about it I think that it was just very emotional and I'm really happy that he went on it and he did it you know mm-hmm. yeah I agree and I also feel like um, yeah, just like you were saying I do feel like in the media especially miscarriages just aren't talked about and especially to have a man a, a, a father talk about it is a little yeah. bit of an interesting and different perspective mm-hmm. so I think it was nice to see him open up and talk about how it's affected him and the family and, um, you know, I was always, I was curious, like, if they had something else planned and maybe this was the last minute. Because I, I think in the package it said it was Saturday that it happened. Yeah. So I think it was probably just a whirlwind of, um, you know, changing and preparing for the show, but also having to be there for your wife. And so 
I give him kudos for for coming, and I think he did that for the people who love the show and who enjoy watching him perform in in addition to his wife, and I appreciate that as a fan of him because I think um, I would have been sad if he wasn't here this week. So, you know, I think it was, I think he did great. Obviously, these routines were not, both of his were not um, the strongest we've ever seen him, but how can you possibly beat that toe touch week two? Um, But he, you know, it, it was such a weird week for me anyways and for everyone jeff strange week i agree teague um i think the one takeaway is that like james has been so clearly a family man all season Mm -hmm. you know he has five kids he clearly loves being a dad um and i thought the way he really made this all about his wife was really really beautiful Mm -hmm. um that moment when he said you know, Kimberly called me and said, you better be dancing because what, what else? Who am I going to watch on Monday night? I don't remember exactly how she said it, but I remember just being very moved by that. Mm-hmm. Um, and she it's funny. She said that she wasn't done watching him dance. That's exactly. I'm not done watching you dance yet. Oh, man, I can hardly talk about it. But uh, I, I thought this was a beautiful foxtrot. I thought the judges, again, came down a little hard on him. I don't yeah. know. Maybe I just think it could be hard to peak so early. This happens sometimes to contestants on the show. Yeah, well, and also I think when you peak very early, people are just wanting you to keep raising the bar. Yeah. And, and then if you don't one week, people are like, oh, what the heck? But, like, if, if Sean Spicer did anything like that, we would be like, wow, tens, 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 you know? So it's yeah. like, it's, yeah, all, you're right. it's all relative and perspective and all yeah. that stuff, so... Um, Emma crying at the end. Yes, Heather, I'm agreeing with you in the chat. Um, Emma crying at the end made me so sad. I know. Oh. And that, I think I wanted to mention that, too, because it's like you can see how close that they've gotten as a partnership and a yeah. bond. And I think it's very sweet to see um, what this show does for relationships and for people and, 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 you know, the human experience. So I think I thought that was really cool to see and sad. Um, and when he grabbed his daughter and brought oh, her up. Oh, yeah, that was sad. He just seems like a really good dude. What a role model, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, seriously. Um, okay, the judges liked it and gave him three nines. Quickly, let's talk about Hannah and Alan's contemporary. They uh, This is interesting. For you all uh, who watch our Bachelor after shows, you know that uh, I took you through the journey of Hannah and Jed about half a year ago now. And uh, talk about synergy. This is all about her broken engagement, uh-huh. uh, dancing to Selena Gomez's "Lose You to Love You." Um, oh. This was a really solid contemporary, right? T, you loved this. Oh, I loved this so much. I loved this so much, and I was so incredibly impressed with her. I thought this was the best dance I've seen her do all season. I was incredibly upset to see that they gave her anything less than a ten. Um, I thought her feet looked good, her um, really great lifts. I, I actually didn't even mind there was like that angry breakdown section where I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to like this, and I liked it. Yeah. Li- I mean, I was so impressed with her control and um, great timing. The, uh, even like the stuff where she was in front of him and she didn't even have him to look at and see what was going on or no peripheral. She was just like crushing it on timing and everything. So I was... Super, super impressed and um, confused as to how the heck that could have been less than a 10. 
I actually totally agree with you. I was very upset because I didn't really think that Allie deserved a 30. I think that she, if anything, was the one that deserved the 30. I think this is the first time that I've seen Hannah be so confident in herself and in a dance. And you can tell that she was actually not smiling. She was very serious. And she you could feel the emotions coming out through her. And that's, I think, one of the reasons why Contemporary is one of my favorite dances. Because you dance with so much of your heart. And you could totally tell that she just went on stage and poured it out for us. And I really, really appreciated it. This was one of her best performances yeah. by far. And that last lift, I'm kind of like a little bit like almost, I, I'm a little bit upset with the judges. Like yeah. what, you really? Because yeah. she, she that was the best routine she's done and you're not going to give her a 10? For yeah. what reason? Has she gotten a perfect score yet? She's gotten 10s. Yeah, okay. At some point. I can't exactly remember what season or uh, week, but. Okay. Yeah, I could, I could have seen 10s for this. I, I mean, wonder if yeah. they were salty. Because of the no hug thing, because of the package. I don't know. Earlier, yeah, maybe. I, I don't know. I mean, I'm telling you, it didn't not look good on her end. I know. Well, and I would give you some sort of perspective, but the week I was there, um, and she didn't do press because I think that was one of the weeks that she was feeling very overwhelmed by everything. Yeah. So maybe she's just like not. Maybe she just like is in a different headspace or something. I don't know. This is all speculation, but yeah. Um, well, I feel for. Her. The judges liked this overall, giving Hannah a total for 54 out of 60. Kind of crazy to see James at the bottom of this leaderboard by three points. Yeah. See Allie at the top. Um, And, of course, this led to the results. This this was nuts. This was... I've watched a lot of awkward television. For those of you guys who watch (laughs) The Bachelor, you know that that show can be incredibly uncomfortable. But the thing with The Bachelor is, for the most part, it's at least pre-taped. It's not live. This was crazy uncomfortable on-air live television mm-hmm. for the judges to have to pick between Allie and James. You could feel that the judges also didn't want to do this. Yeah. Carrie goes, you're really going to make me do this? She said that to the ju- to the producers, and they picked Allie. They love Allie? Yeah. And I really like Allie. I like Allie. However, if we're looking, and they say this every time they do an elimination, if we're looking at the season as a whole, which is what we're supposed to do, right? Um, James has been crushing it this entire time. Yeah. I hate to bring up the toe touch again, but what a... St- I mean, he's so talented. Yeah. Everything he's done has been so incredibly... I mean, we all were like, oh, he'll definitely be in the finale. Uh, come on, at least be in the finale. I thought he yeah. was going to win, but this? Now... And and Allie obviously is great too, great little sweet little cute little pumpkin lover. But I I this was surprising, and also I didn't really see her being in the bottom two either. I thought it was no. going to maybe be between her and James. No, not between. Yeah, not between her and James. So I just this was all shocking and strange. And then for them to choose Allie uni- unanimously. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Is that, I mean, did I use that word right? Unanimously. It, that's correct. Yes. <laughs> you, you crushed it. Woo. Teague for president. Thank you. 2024? 2024? 2020, why not? Can we run as a uh, foursome, the four of us? Yes. Um, Actually, this is is one of the weeks where I felt the exact same way last season, because the same thing happened when Juan Pablo was let go, and it's like, I don't know if this is some sort of pattern where, like, the good-looking guys that are good dancers get, like, left off in semifinals, because it's so unfair, so it was very upsetting. Like, I love Ali, but at the same time, if I would have had to pick somebody, I would have totally picked James, especially because he just went through something tragic and he poured his whole heart out on television. Right. So it would have been like, you know what, let me just save you because you don't need to get 
like extra bad news on top of already receiving bad news. You yeah, know? yeah. Well, honestly, I feel bad for Allie in this situation too because she's already kind of had some trouble with bullying the internet isn't the kindest to her i mean who is the internet kind to ever right that's true but you could see her look of panic when they started saying james's name to go home because she's like oh no america is going to hate me because i'm going to be in this competition above the person that just lost a child and now I have to go to the finals. The f- she's pleading, please send James. I volunteer. She's yeah. pulling a Katniss. Which was very sweet of her. Totally and sweet. totally, like, is, is great and shows her character. But, yeah, the whole thing was just, I, I wish it didn't have to go down that way. That was weird. Yeah, no one wanted this. No. I mean, like, ugh. Ugh. I mean, he'll be back next week anyway, right? Don't all the people do? Right? They're back for the finale, right? I think they do a little fun throwback. Yeah, I think so. Right? I think so. Yeah, Hopefully. but... Who knows crossed. if he'll actually be back because of his wife's condition, but... Totally. I mean... We'll see. I want to give credit to Brianna Phipps, who's one of our producers, who was like, maybe the judge just wanted to send him home to be with his family. Oh, yeah. That, that was very sweet... Thoughts. Thought. Let's give them the benefit of the doubt. What a sweet thought. Okay. Well, that was the episode. Any last thoughts before we quickly <laughs> move on to our special segment? Nope. All right. We're going to do it. Let's go to our special segment. This week, we're throwing to Josh Alonzo talking about... The Charleston. Charleston. Hey, hey, team. This is Josh in the booth here. Today Josh, turn we'll... that music down just a skosh, or turn yeah. yourself up. Sorry, I just enjoyed the Charleston so much. Oh, I love I it. Hear the music. Yes. So actually, believe it or not, the Charleston, the dance was actually named after the harbor city of Charleston, South Carolina. Love. Mm. And is actually in part created with the song as well, the 1923 song called The Charleston, composed by pianist uh, James T. Johnson. While the dance probably came from the star or challenge dances that were all a part of African-American dance called the Juba, the particular sequence of the steps which appeared in Running Wild were probably newly devised for a popular peer. Uh, Running Wild was actually the first time that the Charleston was actually displayed. It was a Broadway show that came out in 1923 through about 1924. Nice. And so... At first, the step started with a simple twisting of the feet to the rhythm in a lazy sort of way. But when the dance hit Harlem, a new version was added. It became a fast-kicking step, kicking (laughs) with feet both forward and backward, later done with a tap. And then further changes were done, undoubtedly made before the dance was even put on. And in other words, it's just pretty much just uh, evolution. It's just pretty much evolved as time went on. Great. Love it. So, and that's the Charleston. Thanks, Jalonzo. All right. I guess it's time for us to predict... Because we are moving in to our finale. Let's get into those predictions. Mm-hmm. After Buzz TV predictions. I have no idea. <laughs> I don't either. I yeah, don't either. either. I don't want to predict because I'm upset James isn't winning. So I don't. I can't believe James isn't that. I would have never predicted James that to get is... fifth place. With, do you think he was the fifth worst dancer of this? No, he was the best dancer. To say that there are four dancers who are better than James Vanderbeek is just wrong. Wrong. It's wrong. Wrong. It's wrong. <laughs> it's wrong, Tig. It's wrong, Carter. <laughs> I'm losing my mind. It's, it's been a long day. Um, I'd like to see... Well, okay. I'm going to bring up a point that uh, Love By You brought up, which was that a female yeah. has not won the show since season 23. That's right. Do you think the judges and producers are trying to push women into the finales? Finale. I could absolutely see that. That's a really good point, Love yeah. By You. Um, I could definitely see that. Who would they? Allie? 
I feel like they're they... pushing a little bit towards Ali they seem only to love because Allie. she I don't think that it's necessarily more of like a love thing. I think that they're trying to push a little bit more of like the diversity oh. and um the fact that she also is a female. But I don't I I don't want to base my prediction on that. I have a really high feeling that Ali's probably going to be the one who takes the mirror ball home, hmm. but I'm also going to base it on who has not been in the bottom t- bottom two and that's been actually Hannah and Alan they've actually never made it to the bottom and if this is going to be based off like votes I think that she might actually be one of the people that might get the the most votes if that's what they're going to be basing it off as and not so much as the dancing I could also see Lauren Elena actually winning I kind of like forgot about her for one second but I actually could see her winning she's got a really cool fan base that is is very it's the Bobby Bones fan base yeah Yeah, it's It's the same Bobby was kind of the liaison here so Mm -hmm. that's a really interesting point yeah totally yeah. so i feel like um that could get her far and she's so cool and humble and it would be really cool to see her win so i I, yeah. I actually kind of could see that happening and wouldn't i would actually enjoy that um i love that too and i want to quickly shout out my favorite comment i've seen tonight comes from sheena one two three says uh jeff looking sharp and the other two look so beautiful tonight oh thank you sheena. Sheena. we love you <laughs> and so we love uh, all you guys who joined us tonight for the dancing with the stars after yeah. show thank you so much for tuning in we see you in the chat we love you for it and we have a comment section too so if you're tuning in late or listening on the podcast hop on our youtube video we're on after buzz tv competitions and comment down below. Yes. Wait, Jeff, you didn't say who you think is going to win. I predict that we will be back here next week on the Dancing (laughs) with the Stars After Show. What a teaser. Um, I'm actually going to say Hannah just because of the ABC thing. Okay. Okay. That's what I predict. So we'll see. Uh, Either way, thank you so much for tuning in, guys. My name is Jeffrey Crane Graham. You can find me on Instagram at that exact handle. And I do daily recaps for The Bachelor. And I'll be talking about Hannah tomorrow, probably. Love it. Of course. Yes. Of course. Teague, what about you? <laughs> um, I am Teague Dooley Panko. You guys can find me at Teague DP. It's T-I-E-G-E-D-P. And I'll see you there. And you guys, I am Carla Belchin. You can follow me on Instagram at I am Carla Belchin. Amazing. All right. Let's get out of here. Thanks, guys. Woo! See you next week. Bye. Thank you. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.